People in general are too afraid to even start something because they're already discounting themselves from being able to achieve it. And This is the Savage Hour Podcast. We take you inside the mind of fighters, athletes, and entrepreneurs. Don't miss an episode. Follow and subscribe. Many people are too afraid to go after their goals. And they're afraid because they're afraid of failure. They're afraid of what other people will say or think. They're afraid of letting people down. They're afraid of not having the answers, not being good enough, whatever it is. People in general are too afraid to even start something because they're already discounting themselves from being able to achieve it. And the most successful people in the world, whether it be business, sports, or anything, it's not that they weren't afraid. It's just that they weren't allowing to give in to the fear. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of people get the misconception that fear is as a weakness. And I would disagree. I think it depends on what you let that fear do. That fear can either drive you or it can push you away. And speaking for myself and my own experiences, fear has been exactly what has allowed me to do anything um, in my life that I can consider monumental. You know, it can be anything. I mean, I, I've been afraid of so much in my life. And in fact, the me from my early years would look at fear and make that the reason and excuse why I wouldn't do something. And now today fear, if I, if something scares me, I'm like, okay, let's look at why that scares me. Am I making a decision based on fear of the unknown? Or is there a real fear that's causing me not to want to do this? And nine out of 10 times, it's going to be the fear of the unknown. And if it's the fear of the unknown that I'm running away from, well, then fuck you. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to fight this thing. You know, that's wow. That's how I've done anything in my life. And when I start comparing these stories to other people that have done amazing things, it's the same exact thing, the same exact thought process. It's okay. It's not that I'm not afraid of this is that I'm not willing to back down. And most people in general are going to back down first. And I see that people are afraid to compete because they'll, oh, I didn't train enough or whatever their excuses they make in their head. They're afraid to open a business because it's not the right time. I've got to get these other things taken care of. They're afraid to start a family because, oh, I don't know how to be a father or whatever. My, my past history with, with my relationship with my parents isn't good. Those are all fears and they're valid fears if you let that be valid. You know, uh, I had my kid uh, 16 weeks ago, my son, and I am terrified. I was terrified then and I'm terrified now, but it doesn't mean that that's the reason that I wasn't going to let that happen. You know, my wife and I talked about it and we we're like, yeah, you know what? It's terrifying. Let's do it. All my fights that I've ever had have been terrifying. I look across the cage from the guy, I'm terrified, but I don't let that actually cause an effect to change the outcome before it's happened. And that's one of the things that most people do. They're going to allow the fear to change the outcome or dictate the outcome before it's even happened. And that is a choice. You know, one of the things that is great about our minds is that we have a choice to allow emotions and thoughts shift in our brain if we continuously work on how to move them. And 
if I have a negative thought, I have a choice to allow that negative thought to grow or to remove it and replace it with something else. Same thing in a fight, same thing with my family, same thing in business. It is a choice. I can choose to let the negative energy pull me down and already kill any hopes before I even do it or I can let the situation play out and I can see what happens. You know, in fighting, I talk about there are moments that are fights in the fight that are way bigger than the actual fight itself. You know, people talk about, oh, go in there and fight. It doesn't work like that. There are small fights that actually happen in the locker room. And these are mental fights. These are moments. You have to fight that moment and then it's on to the next one. You have to fight that moment and then it's on to the next one. So when we're backstage, there's a moment where you're warming up and then you stop. Okay, now I've got to, I got to beat these thoughts because I know I know what's coming soon. I can't put any energy into that because it hasn't happened yet. I got to worry about my emotions right now. I got to worry about making sure that I'm breathing, making sure that I'm stretching, making sure that I'm working on the techniques that I need to apply when the moment matters. Then when they walk us out to the ring or the cage, same thing. It's a moment. I have to beat that moment. I get to the cage. It's a moment. I see my opponent. I have to beat these moments. Because if I don't beat that moment, the fear and the pressure and the stress of that moment is going to influence the moment that comes next and next and next and next. And then by the time I realize it, I'm getting my ass beat in a fight because I did not beat and win that moment that happened 30 steps ago. And that's the same stuff that we have to do daily with, with, our, with our entire lives. You know, we can let negative people and negative energy drain us down. But if you do that, it's going to dictate what happens next. You know, if you already uh, counted yourself out, well, it's never going to happen. But we do have the option and we do have the choice to beat and combat those, those, those thoughts. And sometimes you have to lose a few times in a row for you to realize that you are making things harder on yourself. And if we could just say, okay, I lost this this moment or I lost this opportunity or I lost this this job or whatever it is. We have to have enough courage to self-analyze that and look back at what did I do wrong or what could I have done better? X, Y, Z. Now I can actually break this down and I can go, okay, I'm going to make these adjustments and then I'm going to do it again. And we, if we fail again, we can't let that failure be a reason for us not to do it again. It has to be another building block. I have to take this again, bring it back to the lab, dissect it and do it again. Dissect it and do it again. Dissect it and do it again because eventually we're gonna get step and step closer to actually achieving it. And then once we do, boom, we get that successful moment. But that can't be when it actually just stops there. We gotta be able to take that and go, okay, this is now the process. It's not about winning the moment or the fight of it. It's about winning that process because it's the process that stays continued, right? So if I take the process and this is actually what excites me, not, not the results. The results are gonna be there no matter what. And whether my hands raise or it's not, the results are gonna be there. It's the process. So I can take this process to everything that I do and that becomes what I'm actually obsessed with. And if you do this, the fear of, of getting started will be gone. The fear of failure will be gone. The process is what allows us to actually dissect and really self-analyze everything that we're doing. So for those of you that may be too afraid to start something, that's too afraid to compete, or too afraid to actually pursue your goal, just pull it back a little bit. 
Look at the process. Write out the things that are scaring you. Write out the things that make you feel like you can't do it. And then start working on those pieces. And I promise you, you're gonna start seeing it clearer and clearer of how you can actually achieve that goal. So focus on the process and the end result is gonna become clear. Hey guys, if you like this episode, follow the podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel.